the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And a very good afternoon to you. Very historical day here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Welcome to this Friday edition. And uh, as always, we are honored for you to be here today. 2018, this is the March for Life in Washington, D.C. And uh, moments ago, it was about 52 degrees. So I think earlier this morning, probably temperatures raising uh, within the margin of, say, 28, uh, excuse me, 48 to 52 degrees. And uh, I just want to say we have 100,000 folks that were there marching for life uh, in our nation's capital. And, of course, uh, unfortunately, we are recognizing a, another anniversary of the very ill-decided Roe versus Wade decision. But to not only is that an historic day, the clock is on. That's right. We have until midnight tonight to see if uh, we're going to have a government shutdown. Now, we're going to have some comments uh, from the president in terms of the March for Life in just a moment. Uh, we're also going to talk here for a moment about, uh, uh, I'm kind of disgusted that we're even here once again because it uh, seems like this is a budget by Democrat and now it's budget by Republican. And what I mean by that is, you know, for so many years we have been operating on these continuing resolutions and we spend a lot of time uh talent stress and capital on these short-term fixes and uh just be very clear that what we're talking about this afternoon is not a big battle over the budget for the next year no it's it's a battle for the next three weeks and that's what's so ludicrous about this so i'll have some comments about that uh, in just a moment Also want to remind you that uh, coming up on today's show, um, we're going to have a chance to talk about the the honor ride, uh, help a veteran save a life. We're going to be having uh, that conversation coming up at 430. And uh, we've got uh, Nathan DeWalt and Mitch Lee are going to be right here in studio. So for those of you who are uh, bicycling enthusiasts or just like to ride bikes or you want to honor your vets, don't want to miss uh, our in-studio discussion coming up at the bottom of the hour. In the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, over on our Faith Talk stations, I'm going to have a conversation with uh, Glenn Stanton with Focus on the Family. And uh, we're going to be discussing uh, the whole idea about the uh, the fake news, about uh, uh, population control, et cetera, et cetera, all of those issues uh, that um, uh, plague those who uh, want to have um, maybe larger families. We're going to have that discussion coming up. And then we'll also be going out to um, um, Hollywood to have a chance to talk with uh, Ben Kaiser about uh, the movies that are getting ready to open up uh, today. 
which ones to see, which ones not to see. And, of course, they are getting ready for their annual Movie Guide Awards. Well, a couple of comments on the possible shutdown that's going to be happening tonight. It is ridiculous. The markets are standing by wanting to know where we go from here. Just a few moments ago, the early numbers show the Dow Jones Industrials uh, crept back up at 53.91. And the NASDAQ is up 40.33. And the S&P 500 was up 12.27. And, yes, we are still uh, 71 points plus over the 26,000 mark for the Dow Jones Industrials. Now, here's what we have going on in the nation's capital. This all has to do with illegal immigration. It all has to do with the DACA program. Right now, we have a pretty clean bill, and that is the bill to extend the government for another three or four weeks or so. Uh, And in this funding, they have uh, taken care of what's called the CHIP funding, which is some funding for uh, children uh, throughout the land. And that is something that should be uh, important to those on the left. But um, they have made this a political issue. And there's nothing in this bill, one way or another, that's controversial. The Democrats in the Senate are holding it up, as well as uh, two to three Republicans. Uh, They are holding it up um, for uh, reasons other than the fact that there's something detrimental in the bill. Now, for the three Republicans, I get where they're coming from, and that is um, there is uh, yet another, what is this, the third continuing resolution? Last October 1st, if you're members of Congress, if you're members of the U.S. House, you're members of the United States Senate, we're all doing their job, they would have already hammered out, they would have already been arguing, they would have had the budget ready to go, to fund the government. That's the only thing, for for instance, in Florida, when we meet in the Florida legislature, the only one thing they're required to do by the Florida Constitution is to uh, set forth and agree on the annual budget for the state of Florida. That philosophy should hold true for the United States government. So here we've... uh, (laughs) The the Democrats are insisting that they get a bipartisan immigration deal done tonight by 12 o'clock tonight. And if they get that done, well, they'll, they'll go ahead and extend the budget. Well, this is not the way government should operate. This is not the way this, if you um, would understand exactly where, where we are and how we've gotten to this point, you would say, you know what, it's time to get rid of everybody who can't, who can't come together, um, compromise it out, get a deal, and, and let's take care of our government. We've had uh, a tremendous one-year anniversary coming up of the um, uh, anniversary of the inauguration of Donald Trump as president. One just needs to look at the economy, the unemployment rate, so many different indicators that uh, have historically turned around in a very short period of time. And so um, I just have to tell you that uh, it, it probably won't play out this way because of the liberal media. But um, uh, to me, the since the House was able to vote this out yesterday, and now it's up to the United States Senate to do something by midnight tonight, if they don't come together, you know, I think the country ought to look directly at the Democrats for not coming with a temporary um, um, fix. I would say this needs to be the last temporary fix, but I would have said that the last two or three times as well. 
And I want to remind you that I was very vocal for several years when we never had an annual budget under the Obama administration. All we had was a series of year after year after year continuing resolutions. That wasn't the way to run the government then. This isn't the way to run the government now. And uh, this should be a bipartisan issue insisted upon by both sides. You take care of the government's business. You figure out how to get it done, or we hold everyone accountable. Because, keep in mind, this is designed to point fingers. Uh, who's Who did what? Who did that? Who's going to be responsible? And then they get the uh, push polls out there, and they design the questions to call several people. Well, since you saw the Republicans couldn't get all of a, all of a majority uh, in their Senate chambers, um, would you agree that it's their fault, their fault alone, that we didn't get a budget deal? That's how this works. They do a push-pull. Then you're going to see the, the, the spin doctors on all the programs start spinning this poll and spinning the, the language in the poll, and that's how you start twisting the truth, and that's how we get a fake news story. Just watch. That's what's coming up. All right, let's um, let's uh, get a couple of um, quotes in, and uh, that is because the Rose Garden was the scene earlier today before President Trump uh, met with uh, the minority leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, over the budget at the White House trying to hammer out a deal. The president, for the first time, spoke live to the March for Life speech um, attenders. He was in the Rose Garden. I understand they shot it up on a satellite and came back down. I don't know. I mean, that was being talked about a lot. I don't know why they just didn't run the feed over from uh, the White House over to where the march was, you know, a few blocks away. But it is what it is. I wanted to share a little bit. We've got to take a break in a moment. But uh, let me give you an idea of um, some of the cuts that I want you to hear. Um, And remember this. If the president had not been elected, would uh, the opposing president acknowledge this day, and would this opposing president even even uh, have the type of comments and support that you're going to be hearing over the next few minutes? First, let's go to the opening of President Trump's speech, where he was honored and proud to stand with those who stand for life. Today I'm honored and really proud to be the first president to stand with you here at the White House to address address the 45th March for Life. That's very, very special. 45th March for Life. And this is a truly remarkable group. Today, tens of thousands of families, students, and patriots, and really just great citizens gather here in our nation's capital. You come from many backgrounds, many places, But you all come for one beautiful cause, to build a society where life is celebrated, protected, and cherished. And as the president uh, continued on in his speech, we'll take a break in just uh, a couple of moments. But um, he talked about the mission for the March of Life, and uh, let's listen in. The March for Life is a movement born out of love. You love your families. You love your neighbors. You love our nation. And you love every child, born and unborn, because you believe that every life is sacred, that every child is a precious gift from God. 
We know that life is the greatest miracle of all. We see it in the eyes of every new mother who cradles that wonderful, innocent, and glorious newborn child in her loving arms. I want to thank every person here today and all across our country who works with such big hearts and tireless devotion to make sure that parents have the care and support they need to choose life. Because of you, tens of thousands of Americans have been born and reached their full God-given potential. Because of you, you're living witnesses of this year's March for Life theme. And that theme is Love Saves Lives. That's President Donald Trump from the Rose Garden earlier today. Going to be taking a break in just a moment. When we come back, uh, he will uh, talk about what the Roe versus Wade decision uh, was all about. He'll talk about the damage that the ruling has caused. That will be coming up uh, in just a moment. And as we get ready to take a break, uh, also remember that uh, Sunday, Pre- Vice President Vice President Pence is going to be flying to the Holy Land. And he's going to make a couple of stops. He'll be in Egypt first, and then he'll go to Jordan. Then he is going to Israel. And I want you to listen very carefully because I've been hearing some uh, back channels that remember I talked about the fact that we have a consulate already, a U.S. consulate that is in Jerusalem. There's some talk that uh, the embassy might officially move in 2019. And what they will do is they will move either permanently or on an interim basis into the consulate. Remember, coming up uh, in May, you can be a part of the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to Israel, be a part of that 70th year anniversary of the founding of the modern Israel. Plus, we'll take a cruise by that consulate. More of the president's remarks about the damage of Roe versus Wade coming up next. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, talent auditions for the Manatee County Fair, January 11th through 21st, 2018, and you are... The Duet Quartet. Okay, and you know the theme of the fair. Good food, good rides, good times. Yep. All right, take it away. Good food. Good rides. Good times. <sighs> Fellas, how do you feel about shovels and wheelbarrows? That's fine. Don't miss the Manatee County Fair. Good food, good rides, good times. Details at manateecountyfair.com. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle? Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Forever My Girl is a modern-day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind. Why'd you leave my mama? I was young. I got lost. But you found your way back now, right? Find your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry, and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. 
64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. Bill Bunkley here, glad to be back in Tampa this afternoon and uh, kind of excited about uh, the weekend and uh, Sunday afternoon, getting a chance to see uh, just who's going to be the last two teams standing. Could be, uh, I know in one of those games, if our Florida team was to win, that could be the upset of the uh, millennium (laughs) in terms of the NFL. And, of course, uh, the other matchup, uh, I don't know. Um, People are picking the Eagles. Mike, you got a quick uh, pick on that or just just going to be a close one? I think it's going to be a close one, but I think uh, Minnesota's defense is going to be able to pull it out. They're going to be fired up, huh? but they're not going to be playing in a nice little, uh, you know, their nice little heated turf. I mean, it's going to be cold, cold, cold in Philly. I mean, cold. I saw a cut this morning. They were out. They were doing pads or something yesterday inside, uh, uh, what's that, Veterans Stadium or whatnot. And man, they had like two feet of snow that was still in the seats. And you all, they've not removed the snow yet from the stadium. I looked at that and I go, ooh, doggy, that's pretty cold. All right, let's uh, rack things up. By the way, coming up at the bottom of the hour, honored to have with us in studio Nathan DeWalt and Mitch Lee. They're going to be here to uh, talk about Project Hero, the honor ride that's coming up on February the 17th at Tropicana Field. Eight o'clock start and uh, bring your bicycle out and um, three different levels to get involved. We'll talk about that in a moment. And we'll also uh, be talking about that website, projecthero.com, to sign up and know this is a worthy cause to uh, to support. Well, you've heard me talk about the Roe versus Wade decision uh, as uh, one of the most uh, poorly uh, constructed uh, judicial decisions ever. And that uh, lawyers, judges on both sides of the issue personally, um, there's no doubt about it that this was created law. It was sloppy. It was inappropriate. Never should have stood the way it has stood. But yet we have Roe versus Wade is the law of the land because of the decision of the United States Supreme Court many years ago. Been a lot of damage there. Let's take you back to the Rose Garden earlier today. The president talks about some of that damage. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand Mm. at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. 
And in fact, the Trump presidency has uh, quite a, uh, a list of accomplishments, I believe, so far. As tomorrow we um, have to look upon this shameful decision in America, which marks the official anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Let's uh, take a look at those accomplishments. Tomorrow will mark exactly one year since I took the oath of office. And I will say our country is doing really well. Our economy is perhaps the best it's ever been. You look at the job numbers. You look at the companies pouring back into our country. You look at the stock market at an all-time high. Unemployment, 17-year low. Unemployment for African-American workers at the lowest mark in the history of our country. Unemployment for Hispanic at a record low in history. Unemployment for women, think of this, at an 18-year low. We're really proud of what we're doing. And, of course, in a moment we'll talk about uh, – I misspoke. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the executive order for uh, religious liberty that I thought that he was mentioning there. Got a little bit ahead of myself. But uh, he did talk about the Mexico City policy and uh, his support of the pain-capable bill. And, of course, we know now with modern technology, real science, not fake science, we know when those babies who have yet to exit their mother's womb – We know when they can experience the pain of the termination of their life by an abortion, that we know. Let's listen in to the president's comments on this. And during my first week in office, I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City Policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill, which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. All right. The bill that I was talking about, or the executive order, was a religious liberty bill. Now let's uh, hear his discussion of that. On the National Day of Prayer, I signed an executive order to protect religious liberty. Very proud of that. Today, I'm announcing that we have just issued a new proposal to protect conscientious rights and religious freedoms of doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals. So important. I have also just reversed the previous administration's policy that restricted states' efforts to direct Medicaid funding away from abortion facilities that violate the law. And, of course, uh, I don't know for sure, but it sure sounds like we ought to keep the president in our prayers. It sounds like on that chilly morning outside in the Rose Garden, I think he's got a little bit of of a cold or something there. So we'll keep him in mind. Well, um, a couple of things, of course, he really had a chance to share a little bit about uh, those who have been involved and dedicated to not only the March for Life, but uh, the wonderful stories of life that uh, are certainly abundant in, in, in D.C. in a day like this. But uh, he wrapped up uh, by a couple of points. He talked about the idea that uh, there's there's room in the end, and there, we all know what that sort of means, and the mission of the March of Life, uh, that's number eight. Let's listen in. 
Over the last 15 years, Room at the Inn has provided housing, child care, counseling, education, and job training to more than 400 women. Even more importantly, it has given them hope. It has shown each woman that she is not forgotten, that she is not alone, and she really now has a whole family of people who will help her succeed. That hope is the true gift of this incredible movement that brings us together today. It is the gift of friendship, the gift of mentorship, and the gift of encouragement, love, and support. Those are beautiful words, and those are beautiful gifts. Hmm. I want to thank the President of the United States, Donald Trump, for his position on the question of life. Science is very clear, regardless of um, what one wants to think about the issue of abortion. Life certainly begins at conception. Within days, there's a heartbeat. Within weeks, the young baby can feel pain. We should be a pro-life nation. When we come back, we'll tell you about the honor ride. We'll tell you about your opportunity to help a veteran and to save a life. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. God is my shepherd. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer says he and President Trump made what he calls some progress at a White House meeting today, but still have a good number of disagreements. The New York Democrat said discussions will continue. Meanwhile, the White House Budget Director Mick Mulvaney says there's between a 50 and 60 percent chance Democrats will force a government Shut down. The Trump White House helped pro-life Americans rally at their annual March for Life at the nation's capital. President Trump offered encouraging words today from the White House Rose Garden. His comments beaming live via video on satellite to the gathering on the National Mall. North and South Korea making history. They say they've agreed to combine their athletes for the upcoming Winter Games. Olympic officials are promising what they say will be much more exciting initiatives promoting Korean unity over the weekend. On Wall Street at the close, it was the Dow up by 54 points. This is SRN News. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. Hi, this is Doug Chamberlain, your host for Unlimited Grace with Dr. Brian Chappell. Each weekday, Brian mines the scriptures, uncovering the gospel of grace found in every chapter and verse. And now you have the opportunity to register to win a free trip to Israel where the pages of the Bible come alive. Brian, tell us more. Well, it's no exaggeration that Israel is the trip of a lifetime, and it's my privilege to lead this 10-day tour as we follow in the footsteps of Jesus. We'll walk beside the Jordan River, sail across the Sea of Galilee, and follow the roadway of Jesus to Calvary. At the Garden Tomb, we'll meditate on our Savior's unlimited grace. Don't miss registering for the chance to win this unlimited grace tour to Israel. The contest ends on January 31st, and everyone who enters will receive a free copy of Brian Chappell's latest book called Unlimited Grace. Go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. 
Hi, this is Philip de Courcy of Know the Truth, and I recently sat down to record a special interview just for you. I'm introducing our exciting new series in the book of Jonah and sharing our newest ministry effort to reach more people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Join me to learn how you can help men and women in your city to know the truth. Be listening right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners, that was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and... (gasps) No more sorting socks. No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners. You do life. We'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay. I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. It's Friday afternoon. I'm back in Tampa. i got to tell you, I'm just so happy that I'm not uh, battling that uh, 13 degree wind chill factor I had this week. Walking back and forth to the Capitol as we are broadcasting there for the session. Hey, I have been talking about this for uh, a few weeks now. I'm honored to have two distinguished gentlemen in my studio today because we are talking about the Honor Ride. And uh, that's going to be happening uh, very soon at Tropicana Field. Uh, It is Saturday, February the 17th. I'll give you a website here in just a moment. Nathan DeWalt is here. He enlisted in the U.S. Navy in July of 2006 as a master at arms. The Navy gave Nathan many life experiences, but most of all prepared him mentally for a traumatic accident that would leave him paralyzed from the chest down, forcing him to medically retire from the Navy in 2011. Now, Nathan has been part of, uh, has been part of Project Hero since 2008, starting off as a participant and eventually transitioning to today as a staff member, which brought him to his current position as the East Region Programs Manager. Nathan has dedicated the last nine years of his life to cycling. He has cycled in the paratriathlon, which has landed him four World Paratriathlon Championships, one, two, three, four, that's awesome, with Team USA, and many top five finishes at various World Cups for that event. Now, Mitch Lee is with me as well. Mitch is an Army veteran and a West Point graduate. Honored to have uh, him with us as well. He served seven years as a single corps op, uh, officer. He left the military as a captain and then worked for the defense contractor Raytheon, we know very well here in our area, for 31 years. He, too, is an avid cyclist, riding over 6,000 miles each year and full-time Project Hero volunteer as he gives back to fellow veterans who are less fortunate. He's lived with us here in St. Petersburg for the last 34 years. Gentlemen, we are honored to have you with us this afternoon. Our honor to be here. Let me just make a confession. Several years ago, I was a leader in the Boy Scouts. We did a cross-Florida bicycle thing from 
you know, the Atlantic over here to Siesta Key, my butt hurt for a week. And I just want to tell you that. And uh, and I don't know if I do that today with all the texting. That was like 30 years ago. And as you know, we went on, you know, less travel roads. I don't know if I get out there today because people just aren't paying attention. But thank you both for being here. And what an awesome, awesome opportunities. Tell us, what is Project Hero? Project Hero is a nonprofit organization that services veterans, uh, wounded, ill, and injured veterans. And our goal is uh, to fundamentally change the way our country treats uh, PTSD and TBI um, and the resulting mental health challenges of our time, depression, anxiety, loneliness, and suicide. And we're doing that uh, through a number of what we call spokes at our hub programs. Mm -hmm. And these spokes are uh, servicing the community uh, education, employment, uh, family support, and then the rehabilitation piece, which we're uh, very well known for, which is our, our cycling. Uh, it's it's a beautiful program, and I, I couldn't be more proud to be a part of something that's uh, helping our uh, nation's heroes heal. Mm, good word, Nathan. Mitch, tell us a little bit, as we bring this down to the Florida Honor Ride, give us a little historical perspective of here in the Bay Area, as well as... Um, uh, are there other honor rides around the nation? Uh, yeah, there's about uh, 15 honor rides. We're we're privileged to have one in the Tampa Bay area in St. Pete. Uh, we've been doing it for six years, five years in St. Pete. We get about 600 to 700 riders that come out. Uh, probably 150 or more are veterans. Um, we have 60 chapters of Project Hero around the country. We are we have two of the largest here in Tampa Bay, one in Pinellas and one in Tampa. And our riders come out and support this. And this is one of the largest fundraisers for Project Hero, which helps all injured veterans. And they go on these rides for free. In addition to these rides, there are longer rides called challenge rides. And they're six to eight days, typically 400 to 20 to 500 wow. miles. Wow. We do, uh, the injured veterans and, and ourselves do 75 miles a day climbing hills and um all over the, the country, and the police escorts typically take us along. Uh, we don't stop at stoplights, street signs. It's a nice kind of a ride, but it's a tough ride. I want you to guys are kind of shaming me right now. I'm just letting you know. I'm just kind of being quiet. I just kind of get my little corner over here. Uh, boy, what a wonderful testimony. By the way, if you're just joining us, uh, if you buy your home or office PC, go to projecthero.com, projecthero.org. That's projecthero.org, pardon me. Uh, I want you to go to that website. I want you to financially support this program, but I want you to also consider coming out and bringing your families. And we're talking about Saturday, uh, February 17th at Tropicana Field. The start of the ride is going to be 8 o'clock. We'll talk about this more in a moment. You can take a part, you can take part in the ride. You can do a contribution, but uh, there's ways to, uh, to get plugged in. Yeah, and actually the ride will be a little bit earlier this year. It'll be 7.30, and uh, there's going to be a free breakfast, free lunch. There will be a live band. Uh, there will be uh, socks given away. There will be a raffle uh, for all sorts of jerseys and other items. Also a chance to win a condo stay in Beaver Creek, Colorado for a week. Wonderful. Okay. Update my notes, 7.30 will be the start on February the 17th, Tropicana Field. Again, that website, projecthero.org. Uh, now, let me go back to Nathan. Who can participate in this event? Do we have to be all in great shape like you two guys? Because I'm feeling, like I said, pretty shameful right now. No, of course not. So 
that's the beauty of our honor rides. These rides are, are uh, you know, catered to the community, and we want to be able to invite out uh, the spectrum of, of individuals. And so, you know, we're looking for volunteer positions. We're looking for riders that want to come out. We have three different uh, distances that they can choose from that really, you know, engages uh, the different levels of, of riders. And so uh, we have, you know, the novice level, intermediate and then what i would say you know for those that want to go out and, and get that long ride in for the for the weekend some beautiful rides too. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, weather, fort desoto and the sunshine skyway gorgeous. pretty pretty nice now let me ask you guys um these these veterans are very much a part of your life but if you will sort of remove yourself from that relationship if folks just come out and especially i'm very big on bringing your kids out um to meet real veterans, not movie veterans, though I appreciate the movie that's coming out today depicting that story. But there's something special, especially if many of our listeners or if there's grandparents listening, and maybe it's been a few years since you your family has had that uh, sort of commitment to the armed forces from either World War II, Vietnam, Korea, et cetera. Talk a little bit about it. Just Maybe maybe contributing, but just coming out and being around, even if you're not cycling, how important is that for the experience? I, I've watched it uh, over and over, and it works both ways. Uh, it's a chance for regular citizens, community people, to meet real veterans who are the nicest, easiest to talk to people in the world, and they love meeting people. They want the, the community to come out. It shows support for them. Uh, it's a very – you can ride or you can just stand there and talk to someone. And sometimes they'll tell you their story. They will open up and tell you something that they've maybe never told anybody else before. But just getting that interaction and what better way for veterans to assimilate back into the community than the community to come out and meet with them. Hmm. Well, remind you that uh, we will have a presence there with Salem Media and our own Captain Matt Bruce, host of the Captain's America Third Watch also, the great uh, guest host when I'm unavailable in the afternoon, uh, Captain Matt's going to be there as well. And uh, he has his own stories, uh, not only about uh, his service, uh, both at the World Trade Center in Vietnam, but also uh, the infamous Hamburger Hill. So he'll be there as well if you'd like to meet him. Um, tell us a, a little bit, Mitch, how can folks kind of, if they can't make it out uh, for this event, but if they're listening today, uh, how important and how can they contribute financially? Well, they can contribute. Uh, it's very important, first of all. Uh, the rise that these uh, veterans go on, uh, injured veterans, would not happen without the financial support. And many of these veterans, uh, they start in a very dark place. They may be on the couch, giving up on life, and getting out and riding lets them feel better. They sleep better. They get off of their meds, and they may go go get a job again and plug back into life and become part of their family. So without the financial support, um, many of those success stories don't happen. Uh, they can financially support just by going online with projecthero.org. Uh, look for the honor ride and, and contribute that way, or they can come out and ride and register as an uh, individual, or they can contact one of us, and we'd be glad to provide that information to the station. And we'd love to have individual givers and also uh, corporate sponsors. We are still open right now for a number of corporate sponsor opportunities that they can be there at the event, that have their branding all over all of the literature and the signage of the day, and they get announcements. And they, in some cases, depending upon level, they can actually be part of the opening ceremonies. 
I want to give a shout out to some of those sponsors, just to some of those sponsors, Optum, United Healthcare, U-Haul, Scott, Macy's, United Airlines, Raytheon, uh, Duke Energy, and of course, AM860, The Answer, just to name a few. And if uh, you have a business or a corporation, hey, there's still time to... uh, Uh, talk about uh, maybe you can be a sponsor we're talking about uh, saturday february the 17th it is a 7 30 a.m start some of the literature talks about an eight o'clock start at 7 30 tropicana field and again you can find out uh, a whole lot more by going to their website to find out more at projecthero.org let me go back uh, to nathan nathan what are you going to be doing uh, come saturday throughout the day well uh you know that's a good question. I'm going to be doing a number of things. I'm going to be engaging some of our new riders. Uh, I'd like to make a special note. So you were referencing uh, the, the fact that you're going to have the opportunity to meet some veterans uh, in the area. And so a lot of our veterans uh, are coming from local hub programs from all over the country, not just the state of Florida, but all over the country to ride in this ride. And so uh, I'm going to be engaging our riders. I'm going to be, we have new riders that we're uh, bringing to this, this ride, and, and we want to be able to help facilitate so that they have the best experience possible in this ride um, and, 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 you know, really help the community see how, how it is that they're affecting these, these uh, local community programs on that level. Uh, I'll also be sitting at our Project Hero Tent that we're going to be having to discuss more about our, our local hub programs and the spokes uh, that we're offering um, and so that people can understand uh, better what it is that we're doing on, on a local level uh, as well as the national level. Mm. And remember that this is an ongoing uh, outreach. It isn't just the day of the event, and so part of what you're doing here is to help them. In about 30 or 40 seconds, uh, could you tell me just a little bit about the Project Hero Cycling Center right here in our area? Absolutely. St. Pete College. Clearwater Campus, we have a tremendous cycling center with loaner bikes for veterans. Uh, Also, we have maintenance there. You can come get your bike fixed. Uh, We'll uh, provide parts in most cases. Uh, It's also a place where you can do indoor training. We have spinners. Uh, Great opportunity also for scholarships. We have student veterans, who four of which get a scholarship and in return volunteer eight hours a week working in the center. All right. What I'm going to do is got to take a quick break. We've got a hard break coming up. But uh, Nathaniel DeWalt and Mitch Lee, I'm going to ask them to hold over just for a couple of minutes and a couple more questions I want to have. I want you to come out and be a part of Project Hero. That's projecthero.org. Bring your family out Saturday, February the 17th, Tropicana Field, early at 730. And uh, whether it's financially or just coming out and being a part I want you to plug in to this year's uh, Hero Ride. And I want to tell you that um, if you never have had a real-life opportunity to just get to know some of these guys who've, uh, quite frankly, been to hell and back, and uh, they're here, uh, they are the type of Americans that I'd like to have your family exposed to. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster. 
and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals, go to GetZQuiet.com. Get $20 off the regular price when you text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com and get $20 off today. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
Hey, we're back and got just a few moments on this Friday afternoon before we go into our second hour. I want to get back with my very, very distinguished guests we have with us in studio. Uh, Nathan DeWalt and Mitch Lee both very much involved with Project Hero. That website is projecthero.org, projecthero.org. Now, we were talking about a special event. I want you to come out 730, Saturday, February 17, Tropicana Field. You can register at projecthero.org. Um, but I want to just uh, – I'll start off, and I'll just give it to Mitch. Mitch, I know that, uh, you know, you want to reach out to individual veterans. There's other things you do. I just want to give both uh, you and Nathan an opportunity to just – anything else you'd like to share this afternoon, go for it. Sure. Yeah. Well, well first of all, we have um, – we've helped writers and, and non-writers uh, get started. So if anybody's out there and they're not writing or if they are writing – uh, we help both. So if someone wants to get started, um, just give us a call. And, and this doesn't have to happen on February 17th. No, this happens th- throughout the year. In fact, mm-hmm. we have two regular rides we do every week. One is out of Seminole City Park on Thursdays afternoon. We're doing it at 4 o'clock right now. And the other that, that Nate actually does a lot is out of uh, St. Pete College and goes across the Courtney Campbell Causeway every Monday at 4 o'clock. Uh, but we would get somebody started if they have not ridden a bike in a long time or need special types of help. Uh, we'll we'll just call us. And my email, if somebody wants to try to email me, is easy as it's my name. It's Mr. Mitch Lee uh, at Gmail dot com. Mr. Mitch Lee at Gmail dot com. Now, Nathan, if you will, since we're not on camera, Nathan, uh, you have lost the use of your legs. Yes. And you are in a you are. To tell you, I'm shamed for what you do. You are wheelchair bound. So I just mentioned that for our listeners. There may be someone else out there who maybe is wheelchair bound, maybe just hasn't had the confidence or maybe the results of the situation. I think they can really relate to you. So uh, some final thoughts from you as well. Yeah, of course. So, uh, you know, I just I just want to, you know, make note that this, this, I've been a part of this program for a very long time, uh, as you had mentioned earlier and and. Uh, you know, coming up through the program as a participant and, and now a uh, staff member, I'm able to really see uh, the transition in our program. And, and we we have such um, great engagement with our riders and, and the, 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 uh, the, our ability to be able to uh, adapt and modify equipment for some of these cyclists uh, is bar none some of the best in the country. I have seen um, a, a man with uh, no arms and no legs ride an upright bicycle. And so, you know, again, mm-hmm. I'm riding a hand cycle, uh, you know, for somebody that is paralyzed in a, in, in a wheelchair. Uh, but this is inspiration to me. When I see them be able to put a guy uh, that has no arms and no legs and, and, and they make a break, you know, uh, on the back of his saddles that scoots back and it breaks his bike for him and, and he's hitting buttons to shift gears and things. I mean, it's, it, it, it's incredible to see that. Uh, you know, transition and some of these guys that come into the program. So they're the, you know, the confines of, of what we can do, they're, they're just not there. We don't, we don't have a limit. I haven't seen a rider. Uh, I haven't seen a, a veteran or a first responder come into this organization with a need that we haven't been able to fulfill. That includes uh, blind. For, yeah. For bl- blind athletes. I mean, double amputees, you know, single amputees, we modify any equipment to, to m- meet your needs, to make sure that you're comfortable uh, you know, and, and, and be able to come out and be a part of, of this organization. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, you know, I just, I can't reiterate that I'm, I'm so happy uh, to be a part of this organization. Mm. Got about 30 seconds, some final thoughts. Um, 
very important come out to this ride, the Florida Honor Ride. Uh, support it. Uh, keep it here because if we don't get the support, eventually it could it could leave. I want to tell you, here's the details right here. First of all, the appeal this afternoon is help a veteran and save a life. We want you to come out to Tropicana Field Saturday, February the 17th, 7.30 in the morning. We have three different levels for you to be able to participate if you'd like to take a ride. Now, if you'd like to call, here's a telephone number, 818-887-7091. I'll give you the extension number in a moment. 818-887-7091. That's extension 106. But I want you to start off by going to projecthero.org. That's projecthero.org. There's many ways for you to participate. And I want to tell you that this is one of those unique events that uh, lives are going to be impacted. And you might think you're coming out to impact the life of a veteran, which you will. But I tell you what, you who are not a veteran, you who are not veterans will come out. Your life is going to be impacted by the veterans. It's a two-way street. And I, I can't tell you enough that if you have children, grandchildren, nieces or nephews, a lot of things you could be doing on Saturday morning. But I tell you what, spending your morning out with some uh, some great guys that provide for us and gals that provide for us the freedoms that we have today in a country, in a civilization that we take so much for granted. Hey, you want to start uh, exposing the next generation to the realities of what life really is? Bring them on out to Tropicana Field on Saturday, February the 17th. My sincere, humble thanks for the service you guys have given to our country. I express that to our guests today, Nathan DeWalt and Mitch Lee. Um, for my audience in this station, thank you for your service to the country, and thank you what you're still doing to serve this country and veterans today. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We'll take you out to Colorado Springs, Colorado for our discussions with Focus on the Family, Glenn Stanton. Then we'll head to Hollywood and uh, talk about what's new in the movies this weekend with Movie Guide. All that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show over on Fate Talk 570 and 910 and at 102.1 in Lakeland. I'll be right back. Michael Medved for townhall.com. The unbounded enthusiasm for Oprah Winfrey's prospective presidential run illustrates the Democrats' tendency to prioritize personality above policy. Nobody knows where Oprah stands on issues of the day or what style of governance should favor, but Democrats know she is a popular personality and that's enough for them. Barack Obama enjoyed similar popularity among Democrats. His brief pre-White House career displayed few practical achievements or even a coherent philosophy. But inspiring speeches about hope and change gave him an almost magical appeal. In approaching President Trump, of course, Democrats also preferred to ignore substance and to concentrate on style. Liberals would rather scold the latest presidential tweet than consider the booming economy or the lowest black unemployment rate ever measured. The GOP shouldn't help them in this effort, but must focus relentlessly on the nation's pressing issues rather than the president's personality. I'm Michael Medved. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump requested and got a meeting with Democratic Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer about the stalemate over the government spending bill. 
Schumer says there was progress during the White House meeting. We had a long and detailed meeting. We discussed all of the major outstanding issues. We made some progress, but we still have a good number of disagreements. The discussions will continue. The meeting, which was only between Schumer, the president, and their respective chiefs of staff, lasted more than an hour. Earlier, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the Senate should pass the stopgap spending bill that would keep the government funded for another four weeks. This vote should be a no-brainer. And it would be, except the Democratic leader has convinced his members to filibuster any funding bill that doesn't include legislation they are demanding for people who came into the United States illegally. The deadline for a government shutdown is midnight tonight. Tens of thousands of pro-life marchers descended on Washington, D.C. today to participate in the annual March for Life from the National Mall to the Supreme Court building. This year was different in that the President of the United States addressed the march's participants via video. President Trump says he's committed to protecting life. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. The president called the March for Life a movement born out of love. A prosecutor says a California couple's treatment of 12 of their 13 children began as neglect but became severe, pervasive, prolonged child abuse. Prosecutors have laid out horrifying details of the allegations against David and Louise Turpin, but they haven't offered any theories about the motivation for what they say was an escalating climate of brutality that began when the family lived in Texas years ago. On Wall Street, the dot by 54 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It either is or it isn't. When it comes down to it, that's all that really matters when choosing a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. It's either certified by Mercedes-Benz factory trained technicians or it isn't. It's either backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years or it isn't. It's absolute confidence in 30,000 precision parts or it isn't. The Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event now through February 28th, only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. Come in today and take advantage of two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and special financing offers available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. There are those who settle for nothing less. For them, the choice is simple. It's either up to Mercedes-Benz standards or it isn't. It's flawlessly maintained or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. 32 years after the space shuttle Challenger disaster, Krista McAuliffe's lost lessons are finally getting taught in space. McAuliffe was teaching history, law, and economics at Concord High School in New Hampshire when she was selected as the primary candidate for NASA's Teacher in Space project. She was planning to experiment with fluids and demonstrate Newton's laws of motion on Space Shuttle Challenger. McAuliffe and her six crewmates died during liftoff. Astronauts Joe Acaba and Ricky Arnold, both former teachers, will pay tribute to McAuliffe by carrying out her science classes on the International Space Station. They will film four of her lessons, which will be posted online this spring. I'm Mike Hempen. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi has announced he'll run for a second four-year term in elections due in March. The former general made the announcement and televised comments carried live on Friday. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
Defense Secretary Jim Mattis says countering nations like China and Russia is now the nation's security priority. We will continue to prosecute the campaign against terrorists that we're engaged in today, but great power competition not terrorism, is now the primary focus of U.S. national security. Mattis says China and Russia are now outpacing terrorism as the nation's security priority. We face growing threats from revisionist powers as different as China and Russia are from each other. Nations that do seek to create a world consistent with their authoritarian models, pursuing veto authority over other nations' economic diplomatic and security decisions. The defense secretary says this change in security priority will require increased investment to make U.S. forces more lethal, agile, and ready for war. But he also warned that ISIS, al-Qaeda, and other extremists continue as threats across the globe. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is Friday afternoon, and uh, what a beautiful day it has turned out to be all throughout West Central Florida. got to tell you, I am um, really blessed to be home for the weekend. Well, we'll get back to Tallahassee on Monday, but uh, before then, got a great show lined up for you during this second hour. Coming up in just a moment... We'll head out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. My good friend Glenn Stanton is standing by, and we're going to be talking about the topic, how should a Christian refute concerns that overpopulation affects both climate change and environmental footprints? We'll talk about uh, the fake news and the fake science coming up in just a few moments here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Then we'll head on out to California, and it's busy times for our friends at Movie Guide there as they follow the Hollywood beat. That's why we are just, that's because we are just weeks away from their annual Movie Guide Awards. And so they are working very, very busy to put together all the awards categories. And of course, they put on the, the ceremony just as uh, many of the other award ceremonies take place there uh, in Hollywood. But uh, we're going to talk about a couple of movies with Ben Kaiser today. First up will be Forever My Girl is one that uh, might be a a movie to take uh, your spouse to go see. And then uh, the story about uh, 12 Strong, a true story about the beginning of our engagement of terrorism in Afghanistan. Those are our topics for today. So don't touch that dial. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a minute. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Forever My Girl is a modern-day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind. Why'd you leave my mama? I was young. I got lost. But you found your way back now, right? Find your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry, and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. Hi, this is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth, and I recently sat down to record a special interview just for you. I'm introducing our exciting new series in the book of Jonah and sharing our newest ministry effort to reach more people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Join me to learn how you can help men and women in your city to know the truth. Be listening right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. Hi, this is Doug Chamberlain, your host for Unlimited Grace with Dr. Brian Chappell. Each weekday, Brian mines the scriptures, uncovering the gospel of grace found in every chapter and verse. And now you have the opportunity to register to win a free trip to Israel where the pages of the Bible come alive. Brian, tell us more. Well, it's no exaggeration that Israel is the trip of a lifetime, and it's my privilege to lead this 10-day tour as we follow in the footsteps of Jesus. We'll walk beside the Jordan River, sail across the Sea of Galilee, and follow the roadway of Jesus to Calvary. At the Garden Tomb, we'll meditate on our Savior's unlimited grace. Don't miss registering for the chance to win this unlimited grace tour to Israel. The contest ends on January 31st, and everyone who enters will receive a free copy of Brian Chappell's latest book called Unlimited Grace. Go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. Law, liberty, justice. This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. I was written up on my job. I'm a home health aide. And um, I was written up because I told the patient's daughter, don't oppose me. God goes against anyone who opposes me. Uh, Later on, when her mother went to drink some juice, she started vomiting and things. So I guess she called the office because they called me in. Let me ask you you this, Georgian. You said you got written up. What was the exact charge? Because I used a threatening manner. Well, here's what the rule. Let me tell you what the rule is. And that is in a nursing environment, I mean, generally people are allowed to have discussions about their faith, but in, when you're in a nursing environment in a nurse-patient relationship, you really have to be careful to make sure that you're not creating a situation where you're violating the internal rules and regulations of your employer. We've got good resources, aclj.org, to get some information there. Find out more at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. Saturday afternoons at 4.30, join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back on this Friday afternoon, of course, uh, as we're just beginning uh, our second hour, reminding you that this was the March for Life in Washington, D.C., and uh, our dear friends are out, uh, have been out in probably 49 to 52 degree weather throughout the day, 
and they've been standing for life. I understand that uh, Fox News reporting uh, at least 100,000 people were there. And if you were listening during the first hour, you know that President Trump uh, addressed the uh, the August group uh, from the Rose Garden via satellite. And I know that was a real blessing indeed. And so very important that the President of the United States is speaking to that uh, that very important day. And, of course, last year, you remember, Vice President Pence did as well. And I just want to remind you that um, had we gone in another direction in the election, I doubt whether we would have had the the um, the president on the uh, other party uh, with a type of accommodations to a Christian worldview and also to uh, a special day like a day for life, as we've seen. And so we uh, we just give the Lord all the praise and honor and glory. Well, my good friend did not make it out this year, though he's a regular for the March of Life. He is director of Family Formation uh, Studios for Focus on the Family. He's the one, the only, the Glenn Stanton, and uh, he is going to be with us. He lectures all over the place uh, in terms of um, being on the front lines of the gender issue, uh, sexuality, marriage, and parenting at uh, universities when invited, and, of course, churches around the globe. He also served the George W. Bush administration for many years as a consultant on increasing fatherhood involvement, still a very important issue today, in the Head Start program. He's authored eight, kind of eight, books on marriage and families, and he blogs very regularly. His latest book, Loving My LGBT Neighbor, Being Friends in Grace and Truth, if you haven't had a chance to pick that up, uh, certainly for those of you in the culture struggles that we have, that is a must. Uh, he has a bachelor's uh, degree in philosophy, communication arts, and religion, and a master's uh, in history and religion from the University of, are you ready, folks? West Florida. How about that? Mr. Glenn, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, Bill. Good to be with you. Greetings to you. First time we've had a chance to chat in the new year, and uh, I want to just publicly once again say thank you for all of what you do, what you stand for, how you uh, allow many of us to to learn as you are full-time in this uh, cultural area of uh, confusion, as some of us would say. So with that, glad to have you with us. Now today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Uh, the topic is, how should a Christian refute concerns that overpopulation affects climate change and environmental footprints? And uh, I guess the question is, uh, are we having too many kids on the planet? Your thoughts? Well, that's a very, very important issue, first of all, because every child that comes into the world bears the image of God in a unique way. So every child is a brand new God imager, a new proclamation, if you will, of who God is. And so when we say that, yeah, babies are bad, um, new people are bad, we're basically saying that new God imagers in the world are bad. And of course, we as Christians um, can't do that. But even just from a scientific perspective, not only is there no data or support for the idea 
that new babies are bad for the world. The All the research really says the exact opposite. In the world today, presently, there's about 7 billion people. But we have to understand that birth rates are going down in nearly every developed country. And in places like Western Europe, government officials are paying handsomely to couples through tax credits and benefits and things like that for couples to have babies. Now, it's not because, you know, the president of France or Italy wants to dress up the place with more babies because they're so wonderful. They realize that babies turn into tomorrow's taxpayers, inventors, business leaders, educators, healthcare workers, things like that. And if a country doesn't have France's next generation or Italy's or America's America's next generation of all those things, taxpayers, supporters, things like that, then it's not going to happen. You can't support the nation that you have. And again, unfortunately, nearly every developed nation in the world is woefully under replacement level. They're not replacing themselves. And that is a drastic concern. And ask the politicians in Europe, where this problem has been going on for some while, in Japan, where it's been happening, in China, where it's been happening, they realize this is going to have huge economic effects for the countries that are close to devastating. Mm. And Glenn Stanton, this has been the pervasive lie from, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the pit of hell, and that is when we look at the um, abortion industry, Mm -hmm. when we look at the population control industry, um, when we can chart it all the way back even before uh, Adolf Hitler, but we have Adolf Hitler and Margaret Sanger and all of what was going on with the experimentation, not just in Nazi Germany, but uh, in many places around the world. Hey, we're at a point now where when I grew up, we talked about uh, the English or the French or the Germans or the Americans or what have you. But in particular, in Western Germany, uh, I think, what is it, 2.4 children is the ratio you need to be uh, producing to at least maintain a culture of, uh, say, naturally uh, French or English or Spanish or whatnot. And uh, what we've seen now in Europe with the countries not even able to uh, maintain a birth rate for a uh, one-to-one replacement net, what that means is is that uh, maybe at the end of our uh, lifetime, we will be getting to see huge changes in uh, what would once have been, uh, you know, the nationalistic pride not not in, a, not in an evil way, but I mean, right, right. we're not going to have this. We're not going to have this distinction anymore, are we? Well, and that's important for us to know. I mean, you know, we travel around the globe, and we like to go to Italy because of the Italians. We like to go to the Netherlands because of the Dutch people. We like to go to Mexico and, you know, meet Mexican people. It's it's like you said, the nationalistic pride. Um, even that, that term, nationalistic, has such a horrible connotation. Yes. But no, if, if, if you want to keep an Italian culture, a French culture, a South African, 
African culture, you've, South Africans have to give birth to new South Africans. And you said something very dramatic there, that this is a lie from the pit of hell. And, you know, Christians can be famous for, you know, everything that's bad is, is satanic. There's the, you know, the church lady that would always say that. But we do need to understand that every baby, what is it? Genesis 1, 26 and 27 says that every new life is 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 an image bearer of God himself. Now, Satan, he hates God. He hates his presence in the world. And what more would he like to do than to convince humanity that, well, babies are dangerous, babies are harmful? You know, every baby that he can stop, he is stopping a brand new image bearer in the world. Yes, Satan is very much behind this. Now, this doesn't mean that the people proclaiming this are satanic, but he is manipulating these people because he knows what fewer babies mean. Um, it, it means fewer God imagers, few very precious lives that that God creates and desires to create. He's the life giver. He's not the life limiter. And I want to remind you that if you're just joining us, Glenn Stanton is our guest this afternoon. He's the director of Family Formation uh, Studios for Focus on the Family. And if you're by your home or office PC by now, I hope if you are one of our regular uh, family listeners, you already know that FocusOnTheFamily.com is a very important website that I hope that you have uh, bookmarked. As we're talking about this, Glenn, you know, we're, we're, we, we hear overpopulation. We hear the terms environmental footprints. Now, in 2018, here's a question I want to throw out to you. Is science, is true science, not fake science, but is true science really driving um you know, the political conversations, or are the political conversations and the outcomes from political motivations, are they driving what uh, supposedly science is putting out in terms of uh, case studies or proof? Which one is pulling the wagon or which one's pushing the wagon here? Well, we'll give all your listeners a chance to to bet on that, which one is which. And we know that it's just pure political ideology that is driving, quote-unquote, what the science says. It's interesting. In, in the late 1960s, there was a man, Paul Ehrlich, and he wrote this book, very popular book called The Population Bomb. And really all of this is where this comes from. And people still believe that that book was on point. But in the book, he said by the 1980s, if things keep going like they're going, England will cease to exist because of overpopulation and starvation because we won't be able to feed all these people. Well, the last time I checked, England's doing quite nicely, and he said that millions of people in the coming decade decades, this was from late 1960s, millions of people would be dying across the earth because of um, starvation and malnutrition. Now, we need to know and understand, scientifically, we know, and it is stated, that we create twice as much food, double the amount of food than humanity can consume. See, in the intervening years, it's not that starvation has happened because of increasing populations. As the population has increased, we have learned how to create more food. And in the world, we throw away half the food that we produce 
on a daily basis. And so it, it's not an issue of not enough food or too many people. It's an issue of politics and distribution of that food. Let me give you just one real quick fact. I did some math on this. And if you take 7 billion people, that's the number of people on the face of the earth today, you could fit 7 billion people within the state lines, the borders of our smallest state, Rhode Island. And there would be enough room, not, not much room, but enough room for everybody to wave their arms around and not hit their neighbor. And so you can have the rest of the world to you know, do all the things you need to do in terms of you know, developing crops and natural resources and things like that. We, yes, 7 billion is a lot of people, but it is far from too many people for the earth to handle. You know, I want to have our listeners do something for just a moment. Now, uh, if you will, just just give me your undivided attention. Oftentimes, you come home from work or it's late at night, and depending on your choice of news outlets, you will settle in and you'll listen to the news. So imagine if uh, you settled in, and I want to just ask this question to you, and then I'm going to get Glenn to respond, and that is, we now have to be... Even though we're tired, we're laid back, when we sit down and we start being fed a quote-unquote alleged news story, do do we really have our discernment ears up? Are we really asking the Lord to, to you know give us wisdom? Case in point. Now, I probably will not get this name right, but there is an author, Christian Pozizek. I hope I'm close. P-Y-S-Z-C-Z-Y-K. So see, I bet you couldn't get that either. All due respect to her. But uh, Miss Christian said, and I quote, imagine if you're in your chair, and here's the CBS News report. Procreation is becoming a global public health concern rather than a personal decision. So when people do irresponsible things, like have five children, we need to call them out, quote, unquote. Now, when you hear that on TV... Does your antenna go up as a Christ follower, Christian worldview, or do you just sort of let it seep into your consciousness? Because what's happening is we keep having all of this around us and we're bombarded. We're, we're, we got too much information than what I think the Lord uh, created us to take in in any given moment. And now it's all coming in. And, and, and we've got all this liberal media, anti-Christian worldview media coming in. And, and when we see Christians drift and, oh, I don't know if I want to get involved or, oh, I, I hear you, but, you know, that's just where the world's going. Glenn, talk about this because th- this is a quote from a CBS News report. And if the, if you don't come off the couch sort of saying, no, 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 people need to realize that it's this very thing, even though we're talking about this subject, this is something that uh, we need to awaken our spirits in, Correct. Oh, absolutely. And what's unfortunate is many Christians, they may not say it as radically as she did, but if you ask them, do we have an overpopulation problem in the world? They go, yeah, you know, I've heard that we do, and and yeah, I think that we do, when it's actually the complete opposite. You know, Christians, I say, um, you know, we may be born again, but we don't have to act like we were born yesterday, that we don't have any good sense. We need to be discerning. We need to know what it is we 
we need to know and hear the truth about things. Read books on these topics and find stuff online that comes from um, good people, good scholars, good um, people doing this kind of research. And the other thing that people can do just real simply is when you see a mother and a father or a mom or a dad and they've got, you know, four little ducklings behind them at the store, um, they get a lot of um, pushback from people and a lot of strange stares. Mm-hmm. We as Christians ought to go up to them and say, you know what, you have such a beautiful family, and thank you for having this number of kids. I mean, these, these, you guys need to have as many kids as, as, as you can handle because you're doing such a nice job. Encourage them. Promote them. Um, let them know that they are doing a good thing and a good thing for the society, for the community, because raising good kids is a pro-social, a social benefit. Um, it is definitely not a harm. Mm. And we got a couple minutes left, but uh, Glenn, just, just comment, if you will. What we're really looking at here is we're looking at a culture, and um, uh, as I'm reading through you know, the Bibles I do each and every year, I'm so reminded of the rebelliousness of Israel. So yeah. much of this in the modern America, we have we were so enlightened. We're more enlightened than the French were a couple hundred years ago, whatnot, in the Enlightenment. But now we know it all, and all. so much of what we see is if God says it, it's an automatic rebellion in the other direction, 180 degrees, and then they all get together and try and figure out some some theory that sounds plausible, and next thing you know, it's accepted out there in the land. Talk about that because we need to see this as it is. We live in a fallen world sin is affecting so much of this public uh, policy in this area and uh, we need to be aware of it correct we we do need to be aware of it and and when you know sort of the arrogant culture who says they don't need god um, within 10 or 15 years, they see the thing like the sexual revolution that they thought was great turns out not to be so good. We're seeing that in all the Hollywood kind of stuff. Oh, people, you can do whatever you want sexually. Mm. Well, guess what? It overflows its bounds, and it doesn't turn out so nicely. Again, the population thing. We have secular countries, Japan, China, Western Europe, so many of those who are saying – you know, uh, it is a good thing for our citizens to have babies because we need the next generation of, of taxpayers, things, you know, people like that. So, you know, these things when we say, well, we don't need God, we don't need to do what God says we need to do. Well, after a while, we find out, hmm, maybe God was right. Maybe doing these things is a good thing and not doing the bad things is a good thing as well. And so we need to understand as Christians that, yes, Yes, what God says has positive and negative effects in the world relative to whether we obey him or not. And I see that time and time again as I read my Bible in one hand and I look at all the good mainstream research on these different topics that, yeah, nothing that the world does in rebellion against God has worked out too well. Mm. And in closing, let me say, if the leaders would have just uh, uh, paid close attention to God's word to begin with, we wouldn't be here. And today, I want to remind you, God, there is absolute truth. Uh, God and his word is absolute truth. And uh, I assure you, if you and we will align ourselves up with the wisdom from the person uh, or, or the, the God who created us, 
uh, we could save ourselves quite a bit of heartache for sure. Glenn Stan's been my guest. You can connect with him at FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com. And, of course, he's Director of Family Formation Studies for Focus. And I think I said studios earlier, and I guess I should have said studies. And so with that, I got it right now. But, uh, hey, Glenn, you know I know who you are. And thank you so much for being with us today. We look forward to our next conversation. Hey, blessings, Bill. Likewise. Take care, my friend. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bill Bunkley, coming up next, let's take it to Hollywood and find out what's up, what's not up for this weekend in the movie sector. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer says he and President Trump made some progress at a White House meeting, but we still have a good number of disagreements. The New York Democrat said discussions will continue. The president asked Schumer to the White House for a meeting that lasted more than an hour. The Supreme Court has agreed to decide the legality of the latest version of President Trump's ban on travel to the United States by residents of six majority Muslim countries. The justices plan to hear arguments in April and issue a final ruling by late June. The action follows last month's ruling by a federal appeals court in San Francisco that struck down the travel ban. On Wall Street, a good day as the Dow was up by 54 points to 26,072. The Nasdaq rose by 40. The S&P advanced 12. And oil down 58 cents to close at $63.37 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at mrsparkyflorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at mrsparkyflorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click Mr. Sparky Florida. Uh, Yeah, we'll work on that. Have you always dreamed of going to the Holy Land to walk where Jesus walked? Well, today you can register for a chance to win a free trip to Israel with Bible teacher Dr. Brian Chappell of Unlimited Grace. Hi, I'm Brian Chappell. Just picture for a moment crossing the Jordan River, feeling the wind rush across the Sea of Galilee, and remembering the power of the resurrection at the Garden Tomb. In Jerusalem City, imagine seeing where Old Testament prophets prayed and where New Testament disciples encountered Jesus. And this spring, I'll be leading a tour of Israel, and I hope to see you there. Register for your chance to win a free 10-day trip to Israel with Brian Chapel of Unlimited Grace. And everyone who enters will automatically receive a free copy of Brian's latest book called Unlimited Grace. The contest ends January 31st, so enter today. Go to letstalkfaith.com. Enter the keyword grace. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare 
year, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Ask an attorney every Saturday at 8 a.m. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question and no such thing that would, would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. AM 570 and 910 WTBN. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. It starts with an E, but only has a single letter in it, an envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. We're going down. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to the river to pray. Yeah, yeah. Let's get washed by the water, washed by the water, and rise up in amazing grace. Let's go down, down, down to the river. You will be changed. Let's go down, down, down to the river. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on a very beautiful Friday afternoon. Got to tell you that uh, <laughs> since uh, I came out of a 13-degree weather with a wind chill in Tallahassee a couple of days ago, it's nice to be down in Tampa. It looks like we've got a warming trend, but uh, that means we're getting ready to get into the weekend, and that also means it might be time to go to the movies tonight, to tomorrow, 
maybe not Sunday because of the playoff games, but you know, got a chance to do that family thing, maybe. Well, my next guest, they are busy, 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 because the annual Movie Guide Awards uh, are going to be happening uh, the first weekend in February. Now, we won't get a chance to to see it until uh, a few weeks after that uh, when it airs on cable, but uh, I'm so appreciative that uh, Ben Kaiser uh, managing editor was able to be with us this afternoon. Of course, uh, we're talking about Movie Guide. And Movie Guide is uh, not only a biweekly journal, but it's an opportunity for you to go to movieguide.org to get the very best comprehensive reviews of each and every movie from a Christian worldview. And uh, I can tell you that uh, even in the last a few moments before coming on the air, I was able to utilize uh, the service uh, maybe in a more direct way. I had a question about a movie, and I got my answer very, very quickly, just like you can by going to movieguide.org. And uh, let's pray for them as they're going to have their annual Movie Guide Awards coming up, and that's an important focal point for that ministry each and every year. Ben Kaiser, glad to have you along. It's so good to be with you, Bill. How do you guys keep up with all the categories and all of the oh, the awards and then you've got uh, people who are going to speak. They're going to get on the stage just like any other award ceremony. Um, it isn't like you have a staff of 100 people. I mean, this, this time of the year is pretty hectic, isn't it? it? It really is. We watch a lot of movies. There's lots of planning that has to happen. I think last year I I watched 95 movies that came out last year, <laughs> and uh, that's low for me, actually. <laughs> so there's, it's just, it's, it is a lot of work and a lot of slogging through uh you know, things that can be, you know, a little tiresome, but we are really blessed. We don't complain about it. We really feel blessed to be doing this work that we feel God has called us to do and to make a difference in the industry. So no complaints from here. Uh, God is good, and we're just doing the best that we can to, to be a light in the industry. I'm curious. One quick question before we get into our two movies of the day, uh, Forever My Girl, as well as 12 Strong. When you uh, When you do 95 movies a year, do you have like a, a sheet that you keep on each one? For instance, if you're seeing a movie, say, uh, March 1st, and you're not going to have all the movies ready to evaluate until the end of the year, January, do you sort of, you and Dr. Bear keep some notes on some of these so you can go back and refer to what you saw and what you thought? Oh, totally. We have a whole database uh, with all the movies we've seen, with movies that are coming up, and it's very comprehensive because... As you know, at the end of the year, we have to uh, create a, a detailed report to the enter- entertainment industry that we give out to studio executives, and that's kind of the bread and butter that we do is a, a comprehensive analysis of all the, all the movies that came out uh, over the year, all the major movies. So we definitely, we definitely have a list, and it's comprehensive. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive right in because uh, I know you've got some important work to do, and we're going to uh, kind of um, complete our conversation just a tad early. Uh, first movie up this afternoon, Forever My Girl. What is this all about? Yeah, this is actually a, I would call it a country music romance movie with a lot of Christian uh, uh, elements uh, thrown in about it's about this uh, this guy. His name's uh, Liam Page, and on his wedding day, he decides to to bail on his fiance, uh, leave her at the altar, and pursue a music career uh, as a country artist. And he becomes a superstar. And he doesn't speak to his his former fiance or his family or anyone in his hometown for eight years. 
eight years later, uh, a, a tragedy happens that brings him back to his hometown where he reunites with his, his widower father, who's also the local pastor, and his former fiance, and he finds out that he actually has a seven-year-old daughter, which you know, us Christians are saying that's that's a that's a no no. But you know, he's trying to restart his life, and he wants to reconnect with his his daughter that he now finds out that he has. So he 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 starts uh, becoming becoming a father and realizing how difficult that is because all he's used to is the superstar lifestyle where he gets anything he wants. And uh, meanwhile, the town is is trying to forgive him for abandoning them, including his his father, and and they're trying to show Liam mercy. So he he rekindles this uh this friendship that kind of starts to turn into a romance with his former fiance while also trying to become a better man a, a man that can be a good father and a man that can be trustworthy to this to this woman that he once abandoned. So it's it's actually a very wholesome movie. There's very little objectionable content. One or two light obscenities. Uh, some. Uh, one scene uh, uh, of a uh, uh, you know the man when he's a rock star he he sleeps around but they don't show anything explicit it's it's implied so it's PG and there's a lot of Christian elements scenes in church services discussions about forgiveness and it, it, it turns out to be actually really touching at the end we gave it three out of four stars for quality mostly because it's not as well written and dramatic as it could have been it, it lacks some conflict in the middle. And uh, because of that, some people might be a little bored, but there's a heartwarming element to it. The music is awesome, uh, especially if you love country music. And even myself, who, who's not a huge country music fan, I find found myself really enjoying this movie. So if you're looking for a date night, this this might be a great date night to go go take your wife out to and uh, uh, you know enjoy a night at the movies and not be worried about uh, objectionable content in a lot of the romance movies that come our way. All right. Again, that is uh, Forever My Girl. The content is a minus one. Quality is three stars. And we're only scratching the surface to find out more. Go to movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. And uh, click on the little box with uh, the trailer photograph for Forever My Girl. Well, one that has gotten quite a bit of promotion, certainly um, on the Fox Network uh, and uh, interviews with some of the um, original uh, personalities that uh, is part of this, a very important story. 12 Strong is opening up today, and uh, this is a story about um, our first skirmishes with uh, the Taliban and al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. Uh, so take it away, Ben, your thoughts on this one. Yeah, this one stars Chris Hemsworth, Michael Pena, and uh, Dr. Bear actually interviewed both of them and we have that rev- uh, that interview, uh, video interview on MovieGuide.org. But it's a it's a really well done uh, war drama, uh, war action movie. And like you said, it's it's about the first skirmishes in Afghanistan. Uh, uh, the main guy, uh, Mitch, played by Chris Hemsworth, leads a uh, uh, special forces team. And as soon as 9/11 happens, he, he he's on leave currently, but he he gathers his team together and he knows they need they need to go back. So they send a small group of men back to Afghanistan, and the amazing thing that they do is they work with some of the uh, the drug lords in Afghanistan that are also opposed to uh, the Taliban. Sort of a, a, the enemy of my enemy is my friend mm-hmm. uh, a deal going on here, 
And uh, what they dis- decide that they need to do is actually uh, to get to the Taliban and fight them, they need to ride horses. And a lot of these special forces guys, they're, they're not, they, they've never ridden horses. They're not experienced uh, uh, on horseback, especially if you're fighting and carrying all these, all these bags and, and weaponry. So they have, they're going up against the Taliban who have artillery and tanks on horseback and and it's quite unreal what these guys accomplished and were able to do in in the circumstances that they found themselves in i won't i won't give uh much away but it really is exciting uh the writing again uh could have been better the final action scene is really well done it's exciting the acting is great but as a whole, it, it does run it a little bit long and, and could have had a tighter script. So we did knock it down one star on that. And then one of the other uh, qualms that we do have is that there's a lot of foul language, uh, unfortunately, a lot of F words. And, and what really bothers us is when they profane the name of Jesus. Um, and then secondly, there's a lot of, uh, you know, Muslim references and, and uh, you know, quotes about the Quran and from the, from the uh, different uh, Muslim drug lords and the uh, the terrorists and I don't know there's there's a bit too much false religious element and we would have appreciated uh, a little bit more balance and maybe including some Christian references and showing the faith of some of these men uh, uh, so we we did mark it down for that and, and gave it a minus two there's some heavy violence but definitely watch out for the foul language because it's it's not one for the for the young teenager uh, so be very cautious about that that's a minus two. For 12 strong which which means uh, a strong or extreme caution and you can read the full content section at movieguide.org mm. give us a, a little bit deeper look for just a second uh, i call it the uh the gore content now i'm not talking about al gore but in uh, the last movie forever my girl we were um you were sharing a little bit about um the fact that he was having these relationships but it wasn't graphic uh some folks like would like to go see 12 strong but uh, they know that uh, the war is brutal they know uh, that uh, the gruesome scenes that's what's for real but when you you know produce a movie you can sort of scale it back so give us your thoughts about uh, how um you know how graphic is this movie when people are dispatched it's not as graphic as movies like Lone Survivor or Saving Private Ryan, where they really focus in on the, uh, you know, on the blood and guts. There definitely is violence. People, many people being shot and, and wounds being showed. So definitely exercise caution. It's a, it's an R-rated movie. It's not a PG-13 action movie. Uh, uh, but it's not. It's you know, if if you've seen movies like Saving Private Ryan, it doesn't go to that extreme or Braveheart. Um, so it's somewhere in between there is, is what I'd say. All right. And again, go to movieguide.org, movieguide.org for uh, specifics on uh, what you're going to see before you go see it. Got a couple minutes left uh, before we have to uh, let Ben get back to his very important work. But we have a great article. It's a 2016 Movie Guide Awards nominations. It talks about the categories. Again, that can be found also at movieguide.org. Tell us about uh, this This fine reference. It's kind of a, a good warm-up for what's coming up. Yeah, this is just our full nominations list. So maybe you've seen the nominees for the Golden Globes or the Critics' Choice Awards. Next week they're announcing the nominees for the, for the Oscars. Well, th- this is our list of nominees, and these are movies that have faith and values. We have different categories. We have the top ten movies for families, 
top 10 movies for mature audiences. And then we have the Epiphany Prize, which is uh, dedicated for movies that have specifically faith uh, and spiritually uplifting moments of Christian content. We also have a category called the Faith and Freedom uh, uh, Award, which is for movies that are either patriotic or, or pro-free enterprise or, or promote just societies that are based on freedom, which you don't see categories like that or movies get nominated uh, uh, for Oscars, uh, movies like The Case for Christ or, or The Star or All Saints or even, even The Boss Baby, which was a terrific animated movie with a lot of subtle messages in it that we we absolutely love so if you want to see the full list of the the movie guide award nominees you can go to movieguide.org and in two weeks we'll be having a, a ceremony in hollywood and in celebrating these movies we'll be bringing the the producers the directors writers stars out and and really honoring them for for the good work that they've done but it's also and I know you mentioned this earlier, please pray. We do want you guys to pray for us because we will be presenting the gospel to these people. Some of these, some of these uh, filmmakers that make these movies, they, they don't know Jesus. Uh, maybe they've never, never even heard the gospel, and, and we'll, be, we'll be sharing it with them. We're very you know, unashamed about uh, our faith in Jesus Christ, and we want people's lives to be transformed at this event. So on February 2nd, please lift us up uh, in, in your prayers. Pray that the right people are there and that their hearts would be receptive to, to the good news of Jesus. Absolutely. And let me uh, reiterate once again, I can't say this enough, that uh, Movie Guide is a ministry. And in fact, it is a tax-deductible 501c3 ministry. And uh, if you uh, really appreciate the all the work that goes into the entire Movie Guide staff, uh, on a week-to-week basis, the movies come out, and they evaluate them, and they give us the cautions. At the same time, they are proactive. They are Dr. Bear is well-known and uh, is, a, is a valuable, uh, integral uh, force with all the directors, the movies, the, the producers, the directors, and the actors. So we want you to pray for them, and also I want you to consider um, supporting them in their ministry because what an important job they do. And again, it's a tax deductible contribution. Ben Kaiser, I know you get back to work there. And uh, again, thank you so much for spending some moments with us. And we are keeping all of you in our prayers for a very impactful night coming up for the Movie Guide Awards for Christ. Thank you so much, Bill. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. That's movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Well, we've got a few moments to wrap things up um, on this Friday afternoon. And uh, just a couple of thoughts as we go into the weekend. You know, it's amazing with um, all of the information that's available at our fingertips. I think one thing that that happens to me this time of the year with being in Tallahassee, going back and forth and multitasking in ways I'm sure God never designed me to multitask and many, many of you for where you are serving uh, in in terms of your your work and your job and what your calling has been from the Lord. Sometimes with the weekend coming up, it's good just to have some silence. No noise, no background noise, just silence. And in that silence, you can quiet yourself before the Lord and kind of have an intimate conversation with him. To ask him, well, Lord, how am I doing? Where can I improve? 
And that's not just for you to make another checklist of five or six or seven things that now you're going to stress yourself out all next week. You know, I promised God I'd do this. I promised God I'd do, I would do that. No, 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 no. You know, maybe, and I say this kind of carefully, maybe we need to get away from all those lists. You know what I mean? Because when you have a relationship with someone, when you have an ongoing relationship with Christ, that means that when you take that time out and you spend some quiet time with him, hopefully you've spent the whole day with him. You're just blocking out some other activities. But for most of us, you know, what happens is we've been so busy all day, we've been too busy for the Lord. Well, I just want to encourage you that there are a lot of, as we talk with Glenn Stanton, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of false information. I won't, yes, there's, there's fake news, but there's, false news, and also false worldview that uh, gets poured on us each and every day. And uh, I just want to tell you that in 2018, Jesus Christ is as fresh, he's as real, he's as ready to be a part of your life as the days that he was walking in Israel. And so I just want to tell you that um, special opportunity for you to uh, get together with him. Well, as we wrap up, I want to remind you that uh, next week you should be uh, able to not only hear, but uh, visit our official website for the Bill Bunkley 2018 Pilgrimage to Israel. And I want to invite you to pencil in these dates, May 31st to June the 6th. We are going to have a... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.